Welcome to the fucking show. Gentlemen, boys, and girls, we're back at you with another episode of Only Bruins, uh, proudly sponsored by Primetime Productions. Nailed it. Boosie's going to get a good laugh out of that. <laughs> um, uh, I'm flying, well, not flying solo tonight, but as in co-host, co-host, not co-host, I'm flying a little solo tonight. But I got my main man with me who I'm going to introduce in a second. I just want to say shout out to Boosie. He's taking some time off right now after the holidays. We love him. We can't wait for him to come back. Uh, the boost man can do no wrong, but the man, the myth, the legend, batting 1,000. I got Mr. Tripodski with me. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing? <laughs> How we feeling out there? Batting 1,000, yet the Yankees can't afford to pay me. Make it make sense. Nobody understands anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, no! How's I'm glad you're doing good, Bobby. Did you have a good holidays? It was chaotic, but it was good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, there you go. I'm gonna crack that for that. Just, I just uh, I just worked the whole time, so. No, yeah, and you you work uh, retail too, so you got busy, busy beaver life. I work sales. Okay, I moved up in the Sorry. retail world. We do Sorry. sales now. Okay. It's yeah. To uh, I, I just I call it all the same to it's me. Still I don't retail. know. Yeah, it's, still it's if you Welcome have to, to work Boxing Day, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. If that's how I always used to say it. If I have to work Boxing Day, it's fucking retail. To it's me. retail. <laughs> it was my ninth, my ninth Boxing Day in a row. Fuck. I mean, man. not that I really work COVID Boxing Day. I, I just package shit all day. But um, yeah, it was my ninth in a row. And you know, like when people were like, like athletes talk about when they're like, I got to the playoffs and I was like, this is over. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> you got <laughs> that same feeling? Yeah. There was a lot of like going to the back room and just kind of just like putting my hands on my knees and just yeah. like, oh, some internal crying. This is <laughs> not even crying. I was just like, I'm just, I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired. This is not normal. Yeah, see, I just cry a lot, so for me, that's internal crying. I just let out a, a shed a couple tears real quick. Um, I only cry during movies, so yeah, and sex. Love that about you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, before this gets any more off the rails, let me get the Bruins schedule up here so we can recap some games. Yeah, we're gonna do the Bruins thing. I guess we'll talk Bruins tonight. We're going to give you a full-on after hours, but we'll sprinkle some Bruins in, in, into this. I uh, I've got a layout. Yeah. But I don't even remember what the last game was me and Boosie talked about. So I think we're just going to go straight from the new year unless there's – oh, no, I do want to talk about that New Jersey game. 
It was a really fun game. I don't think you guys covered that game. No, I don't think we did. The last game we covered was the Buffalo game. Yeah. On Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this game. Bruins came out sluggish. Nisha got a quick one on the PP. Um, Hughes had that snipe in between McAvoy's toes, which was absolutely banana lands. And then we saw some old school JD on that fucking power play. That's what that's what just clicked it back in for me. I remember that that hard work and shift from Marshawn um, behind the net, worked it out from the goalie, brought it over to JD in front. JD just drove it straight to the net. It was kind of nice to see JD start. You know, actually, not he's been playing good in the on, on the on that side of the puck, but it was nice to see him drive the net and like get rewarded by it. I feel like he got. He for sure got roasted during the holiday break by his family. Oh yeah, that was 100%. that was such a that was such a vintage JD goal. Oh yeah, dude. Which it was I, like I, don't do that every game because like you'll die. But like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's funny. Right, right around the same time, it reminded me of that Winter Classic goal from last year. Very similar. Very similar. Driving in the net and just like pounding mm-hmm. in pucks deep. Not taking no for an answer. And we love. He's actually been really good. He, dude, he's been. Yeah, we love pounding pucks deep on this podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) no. But seriously, like, I as much as I, I do think JD needed to pick up his point production, which he has over the past couple games. We'll get into that a little more later. I, I, I do feel like he has played decent this whole season. I feel like, yeah, and. It's it's gonna rattle some people because one of the biggest things that like the easy like low hanging fruit is people say he misses Bergeron, mm-hmm. but I think his play this year has shown how much play with Bergeron for the last two years is like rubbed off on him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's not, dude, he's he, not easy to balance like being a defensive player and having an offensive output. I made a tweet Very yesterday. I don't remember. It was something like. He scores a lot so we can win. No, Sir scores a lot so we can win a lot or something like that. And it was a the whole point of the tweet was it was JD. Okay, so (laughs) highest highest career team winning percentage when scoring active players. Jake DeBrusque, 96, 11, and 3 for a point eight eight six win percentage. Next closest is Mikheyev at 47. Six and one, Lafreniere forty-seven. Six and one, Warren Fogle. And the funniest one on this list was when Ryan Reeves' team score. They're forty-five, six and seven, dude. How crazy I mean, is that? He, he did score in Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals in twenty. Yeah, dude. Vegas it, won that game. He has the I, infamous clip. Three more. And then, yeah, and, and I he was like, yeah, no, I hate. <laughs> I hate Ryan Reeves, but but Jake Jake DeBrusque, gangster the, the, from a gated community, man. Don't don't fuck with him. Yeah, <laughs> Jake DeBrusque though, highest career team winning percentage when scoring 96, 11, and three. Like that's fucking insane. That's he's got some really big goals, dude. That are some big legit goals, numbers. Some really legit numbers from JD there, but um. 
we we go on from there like the Bruins score what I was getting at with this game is the Bruins just this was such a fun game they score five unanswered goals goes to Brusque Pasternak gets a double dip and then Shattenkirk double dips Pasternak's double dip and it was just like the both Shattenkirk goals were just like throwing the puck on net I think one of them was a nice tic-tac-toe on the power play to end the game but there was one where he just whipping it on net. Pastor Pasternak, same what, same type of thing. Everyone's in the right place. Everyone's doing the right thing. Like that to me, that win against the Devils. I know it's just the Devils, but it felt like one of those wins where you're like, oh, okay, like this team's back in the groove of things. I think it was also a stable win because I think what gets lost in that is that they kind of, which isn't saying, because I think this is something I like about the Bruins this year, is they beat them at their own game. Because mm-hmm. in the third, well, more or less in the second half of the second and, and the third, they were just like peppering in that. They just like their shot percentage went way up in that game. Yeah. So I think you get like DeBrus school, which kind of like opened up the floodgates, but then that's where you saw Shad. You just throwing it to the net, pass it, throwing it to the net, mm-hmm. which doesn't like, like New Jersey scores a lot because number one, they're talented, but they have a lot of luck. Oh, yeah. They love Puck Luck, loves them. Yeah. Loves and them. it's like it was fun to kind of see them, and they and you kind of saw with the Red Wings, like the next game, they they played like a more aggressive game, more in your face, mm-hmm. like you know, riding the puck up the boards, finishing their hits. So I don't know. I know it's only January, but to see like the Bruins kind of like starting to mold mm-hmm. into that that playoff form, especially against Eastern Conference teams, is like there's no way if you're one of the other teams, you're looking at them and you're like, this sucks. Well. And that's the thing too, like to yeah, to to like great transition because to go over to that Detroit game, like it was the Freddie show, and that's who you need to show up in the playoffs this year. Like you need Freddie to take a step in the playoffs this year. Coyle got a goal, DeBrus got another one, Zaka got one. Like those are names you want to see on the score sheet. And they're they're all decorated with Lindholm McAvoy, McAvoy Marshawn, Frederick McAvoy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, these aren't just um, bang-bang plays where, like, that Frederick one from Pasternak, that first goal, was that was Dude, it was I've always said he reminds me, like, when Matt Boldy came on the scene, it's so weird because you should be like, Matt Boldy reminds you of Trent Frederick. But it's weird because Trent Frederick reminds me of Matt Boldy because he was a couple years behind developing. But they have that same stature, that same, like, play style. Like, Boldy's a Boston kid. Like, it just, that was a very, like, Boldy goal to me. Yeah, it was very Matt Boldy. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Merrick liked it a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. It I'm was. Gl- uh, I love how he's a Freddie fan. I would say Mark Allard, our old buddy Mark. He mm-hmm. actually on the note of it about Trent because he mentioned uh, how Brian Boyle mentioned how Trent's someone you signed for ten years. Yeah, the client of a physical physical player, and Mark said he had a buddy who compared. Trent as a hybrid of PJ Axelson and PJ Stock. That's a good. Like, that's a good reference. I followed suit earlier tonight with somebody's uh, in-game actions, so in a different state of mind. And when I read that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah!" <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I kind of said it better. Trent's yeah. very special. Um, he is. I'm gonna say one more thing about Trent. Well, two more things. I love the New Year's Trent tweet. I love the whole New Year's Trent name. Mm-hmm. And I went for a morning walk today because I'm old and that's what I do. 
yeah. a while because you've mentioned JD a few times. JD is most likely going to get paid, mm-hmm. whether it's from us or somebody else. But at a moment where I was like, Don, I think what that's going to boil down to is like a lot of youth in the system, and we'll follow up on this later probably. But does it really boil down to is if you keep working on Trent or do you sign JD? I know I've thought about that too. Because Trent's been like, especially because... these last two seasons, he's taken like just. <laughs> steps every well, month and you're like Man. you know what it comes off of too is like if you're gonna if you're gonna make coil your second line center and zaka your first line center trent frederick is on that like next year for me trent frederick's in the top six 100 right like and and i and it gets even dicier because i think the perfect line is marshawn coil and frederick <laughs> <laughs> it's that's and a, then it's where did JD, where did JD playoffs, yeah where did JD go all of a sudden right damn it and... you know what I mean like and but me and you have had that conversation before if he yeah if he, if he does anything he's going to there's a couple options here he's going to Arizona for five million or he's going home to Edmonton to play for a million with McDavid for a year you know yeah. what I mean like it, it, there's two couple options if he doesn't stay with the Bruins that is yeah yeah, the, that first line might be the one you save for like the playoffs, especially if you get the it's wings. A gritty in the first line round. too. That's a that's a statement. Line. <laughs> it's so funny too because like the media keeps being like, "Oh, but the faceoff percentage for the Bruins is down a lot." It's like, well, yeah, we have Markulov in the lineup, Frederick taking faceoffs, and you took Beecher out of the lineup. No shit, our fucking faceoffs suck. <laughs> it, it was wild that ESPN led with that tonight. <laughs> I, I was know. glad that they switched it up, but I was like, that's what you're going to lead with? It like, I literally so told good. you that sad earlier. I was like, we're only 10 points off from where we were last year. Dude, yeah. That's it's without yeah. a healthy Bergeron, with, without Bergeron, without Krejci, obviously. Without Krejci. Without a healthy uh, DeBrusque, without a healthy mm. Lindholm, like, without a healthy Mackie, because I'm sure his shoulder is still ailing him. Yeah, Grizzly still looked off since his sh- surgery. Yeah, so, but... I don't know. Going back to that, it's like they're a team that looks human, and we're only ten points off where we were last year when we were the super team. Doesn't yeah, like talk- it does not get talked about enough. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you want to go into that real quick? Um, yeah, go- because a lot of people are throwing out. Like, wait, coach- wait, do you want to no, talk no. about Pittsburgh real quick first? Yeah, it was an electric game. Yeah, we'll we'll get that out of the way quick, and then then I'll let you go off on that tangent. But it. Well, I missed the whole first period, dude, because I was watching. You actually did miss the whole first okay. Yeah. I thought you were just joking I, around. <laughs> no, I actually did. Like, my the, Rogers was down in Ontario. So, like, I couldn't see, like, and, like, Roger, you know, up here, Rogers owns everything. Like, it's fucking a trickle-down yeah, effect. Man. So I, I work for Rogers. <laughs> yeah. So, so, it all owns each other. So, none of, nobody's yeah. phones were working or anything. So, I'm, like, watching it off my brother's girlfriend's hotspot on my cell phone because none of the internet in the house is working and stuff so wild first period though eh it was crazy like i said like marshy scores 40 seconds and shout out to our group yeah and it's like i don't know like i like i was in the shower when i was listening to i was listening to judd and bob because i got home and i was like i'm gonna have a quick shower watch the game Mm -hmm. score is not i literally had this feeling i was like we're finally gonna get one of those like seven nothing games it's going to be yeah. awesome. And then, no, it just, like, I mean, the Penguins are fast off the rush. And they're yeah. deep. 
And they were ready coming in to play yeah. against the number one team. And like, good on them. I mean, you, if your goalie lets in five goals, you know what it is. Way to win. It's huge. What is Bergeron, it? you know what I take out of this game that I love about this? And this is why I love fucking hockey. Bergeron was Crosby's kryptonite, and he always will be. Yeah. 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 I did. I made an electric statement during the first period. Like, they scored, did you? <laughs> scored their third goal. I was like, and with that, the Penguins matched their goal total from the 2013 East. <laughs> <against Boston. laughs> Electric. <laughs> um, yeah, because that if there was like Does it one... not feel like it felt like the Crosby show tonight? We haven't seen that yeah, in Boston he, in a long time. Long when he scored that final buzzer, I was like, or the final the final goal. I was like, oh, I forgot what that felt like. I know, dude. Oh. And it's like kind of beautiful. Time, <laughs> it's kind of like I know because it's because we're Canadians and we can't you know, Crosby. golden Crosby's yeah, golden best. goal. But there there was a couple of years where Bergeron didn't play, where Crosby did. And you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh kind of had our number. Like it was when Bergeron had the concussion stuff. But then a couple of years after that, Crosby had the concussion stuff. And then we just owned the Pittsburgh from then on out. It felt like we, we kind of trade off as organizations, though. Like when yeah. they won back to back cups, we missed the playoffs both years. Well, the and then fuck. when we started going back in, they yeah. kind of just started slowly fading out. John Henry owns both teams essentially. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And if you're a Penguins fan, you look at the Sox and you're like, oh, this is about to start. Like yeah. once once, once Crosby's gone, Malkin and Crosby are gone, it's gonna get dark. Dude, I, Elliot Friedman said multiple times that he has heard that Crosby's open to finishing his career somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like it, he's Which gonna finish insane. this. That he said he'll finish this contract though. But like you've heard it on multiple different podcasts that Crosby's definitely willing to sign somewhere else after Pittsburgh. Which, if you're Montreal, you, you all of a sudden... I think Montreal and Colorado. Colorado, for sure, because of McKinnon. Yeah. Tim Hortons would absolutely oh lose it. Oh, my God. And Get uh, Crosby and Colorado. If you're Montreal, Bieber. there's Get Bieber no in Colorado, way. too. Tim Hortons would blow If you're Montreal, though, there's no way you're like, that's our new timeline. That's our timeline. Yeah, I don't like, think... This is it. We, we, make, we make that space for Crosby, and he wins his final cup, as I have. See, yeah, that's I it feel like happen. that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. But I know I I I think he's more likely to go to Colorado year to year, and then like maybe his final year playing because he was a he was a Montreal Canadiens fan when he was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah maybe so his final he year his first goal against us. It, it probably meant more than any goal yeah. he scored. Well, that's why when people were like, oh. <laughs> A couple years ago, oh, we're, we'll get Crosby at the deadline, and he'll come play with Bergeron. I'm like, that's a Team Canada thing. That's not a Boston Bruins no, thing. <laughs> like, it was it was such a fun idea, especially during that COVID year. But I was like, yeah, if I played in the league and you were like Montreal's interested in you, I'd be like, sorry, man. I, yeah, no, it's, it's not, not the happening. press. It's not the. It's like the childhood trauma of not liking exactly. that team. Exactly. Well, and I would have lost a little bit of respect for Crosby if he came to us. Oh yeah, dude. Like, yeah. like I thought you hated us. Like... I, if we, if you, if you, if you win a cup, you're like, okay, whatever. But if you don't, it's like, why the fuck did we do? If that? we got Crosby, we would have lost the cup because oh, yeah. the hockey gods would have made sure. 
what was that? That was two years ago, right? That would have been yeah, 2021. That's the Islanders debacle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carla goes down. Yeah, because they didn't make the playoffs, right? Pittsburgh. No, they did. They lost against the Islanders. In the first round? First round, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I remember I was like, somehow, some way, God had the picture penguins beat the Islanders. (laughs) Yeah, the Islanders were too good. Um, or one out no- for all the Islander fans they went that year, yeah. They just those. find a way to beat Tampa once, like I know. I, s- I still have fucking people mad, or I that I know that are mad at Grizzly for getting hurt in that series. So, was Carla, well, Carla was the, the main one, yeah. It was just when, when was Mayfield all around. I can't remember who it might have been, Burge actually. He came at me once and he was like, Tell me break it down the numbers like why carlo getting injured is why we lost that series because like the first three games uh barzell has like a point uh-huh. oh yeah 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 injured, yeah and barzell goes off for like five off. yeah and yeah this would have been sick if and like that they would have won the cup at nasa call soon oh yeah which yeah which ugh, like i feel so bad for the Islander fans that's a good conversation for another time, though. I know my uncle's an Islanders fan, so I mean, God, I love that. God bless his soul. I know <laughs> he got to watch the glory years, though, so he's all good. Um, and he was young too, but I don't know. It was kind of a fucking. It was a barn burner. Clearly, it was nice. You you know what? One thing that I will say about, and that's a reoccurrence of these games, even though the Bruins didn't show up and didn't beat Pittsburgh tonight, is there's no quit in this team right now. It doesn't matter. They showed up. I think they showed up. They showed up. I just mean they showed up late. Sorry, to the party. Like they, I feel like they could have played a little bit better in the first period. Yeah. Um, looking back, and that's me looking back on box score and seeing the shit online. It, I, I, hockey's hockey, game of inches. But oh yeah, what do I say? I just there's no quit in this team. Like no, doesn't matter no. if they're down two nothing, five two, doesn't matter. Like they're gonna find a way to try and come back. And this is the team that I'm proud of. You know what I mean? Like that team oh, before 100%. the break. Like yeah, like this is the team from last year that. Yeah, last year was an anomaly, but this part of last year was the good thing. The, like, not giving up, the never quitting, closing out games. Like, we haven't seen a lot of that this year, and it's been nice to see it in the past couple games. That's going to lead me to my next thing. Like, I mentioned how Mm -hmm. not, like, not one media member is just giving us credit, which is, like, fine, whatever. Like, we get it. You hate the Boston Bruins. Since January 2021, we have been the best team in the NHL. Like, bar none, number-wise. And it's just, like, crazy because it's, like, with the deadline coming up in two months, normally a team of this stature with these numbers and their position, you'd start start having those, like, talking heads talking about, like, what's Boston going to do? Number one, we don't have the capital necessarily to do anything. Number two, I look at this team and I'm like, I don't know, like, I'd I'd be kind of fine with this team going into the playoffs. Yeah, I'd be kind yeah. of fine, and we might. And if we keep the rate we're going at, we're gonna go into the playoffs as the first number one seed, whether it's division, conference, our league. Yeah, who's gonna be the underdog? Because no one oh, believes yeah. us, especially after last year. Oh which yeah, which is fine. And tonight's such a testament of like, if you're gonna beat us, you gotta score six fucking goals. Well, and that's the thing <laughs> too. 
is like it's not gonna happen every night. So who? Oh wow, wild enough. If the playoffs started today, you're playing Tampa in the first round. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Electric. The worst nightmare Because, <laughs> you know, if there's one series Tampa's going to wake up for. Like, they're all going to get together go it, to yeah. the bar the night before and be like, we have one more in you. us. We have one more in us. Let's, you know. But that's – so the, these are the teams around it, though. I It's funny because Carolina's – the teams around it within two to three points of the wild card spots are Florida or sorry, Toronto Islanders, Philadelphia, Tampa, New Jersey, Washington, Pittsburgh, Detroit. Those are all teams within like two points of making the playoffs and Philly and Tampa have the last two spots right now. And you'd play Tampa, but like, I, I guess that's what I was getting at is like, um, like it doesn't really matter anymore no, who you play. Like where? Bad. Like it's just it's it's about getting home ice advantage. I think the last time it mattered was like 2018 when Tampa got to it, play the Devils and we didn't win that final game in Florida. Oh yeah, I know. I feel like that was the last time that that playoff spot mattered. That was actually on at work on shrooms during those playoffs. I remember I remember one of those one of those games actually those Tampa New Jersey games. That was the whole year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Patty Maroon was on the Devils. Oh Schneider yeah. Schneider was their goaltender. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. Different time. Holy shit. That was pre COVID, dude. You can't date me like that. <laughs> um but but yeah man just, it, no, no, I was gonna say you were you were gonna mention something earlier. Um about winning and losing. That's just that's all I have wrote written down right now. You're gonna mention something about the was it the format? I'm having Maybe. a complete mind mind blank right now. You told me you wanted to bring something up after we talked about the game recaps. Now I'm fucking mind blanking about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jesus. Blown. I think it was just talking about like the record compared to last year. Mm. How like that's yeah, what it no was talking about it, but like I think yeah, well talk about winning and losing. Like this team, I think when Monty talked about like adversity and how much he liked it, like I think them losing like against the Wild, the Jets and the Wild again, I think that was like one of the worst things that those that those teams could have done for the league. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as much as like Marshy likes to say that like he doesn't hold like grudges and stuff. He's a very oh, yeah. proud guy. It's his first year as the C. There's no way he's like amping the boys up in the room. He's like, okay, hey, this is it. I don't care about burning out. I don't care about getting hot too soon. Like, we're not losing. And if next time we lose a game, we're not losing it by like three to four goals and being like tuned out maybe through the second. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, people are going fucking crazy about this year, but but like you said earlier, like we're only 10 points off of the pace we were going last year. Up until this point, so scary. There's no way the rest of the league's like if you're the rest of the league, you're like, What the fuck? Yeah, how does what this keep fuck? happening? And this team's not shit? healthy, this team's not even fully healthy. I know, like, Marshy scored that no short handed goal tonight, and there's no way the rest of the league was like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, what, what is this? Like, I feel like we're, I don't know, I like if you're the rest of the league, like, and you're watching us and you're watching us have a game like tonight, you're, you're for sure like. 
we're like the horror movie franchise that won't go away in the 80s so like another like you guys are doing this again yeah <laughs> yeah like, what halloween what? h2o what? yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we just don't go away and like which is interesting because like going off to like about like jake the brusque and trent it's like Jake hasn't really gone off yet. And Trent's only getting better. So coming to the playoffs, it's like, what's going to happen then? So mm-hmm. it's, I'm just saying, like, it, this team's looked human to everyone this year, yet we're still like a powerhouse. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. It's like, I was listening to Spin Chicklets yesterday, and, um, or no, it's a Wayne Gretzky episode. And, Ryan Whitney was talking about how, um, oh, he, the Bruins were a team that he was giving gifts to this year. They did gifts and coal or whatever. And he was yeah. like, oh, the, the Bruins are getting gifts this year. Like, he was like, they don't get enough credit. Like, no one had them in the position they were in, like, doing the things that they are doing. And it, it, it it's a direct result of coaching and goaltending. And, like, I know we get on Monty's back a lot, and especially for, like, like well i'll fucking bring this into the next thing like not not being hard enough on jd in the fans eyes or you know not being or being too hard on the young guys when gail showed me that merkulov's getting almost like a minute under ice time as jd and marshawn and like yeah he might be on the fourth line but the you know, Mont. There's a there's a method to Monty's madness, and that's what I guess what I wanted to get at because I I, I said online today that I don't think that Merkulov and you know you know is a fourth liner, and I'm glad JD's doing what he what what we always thought he could do, and it you know it's it's taken him a little bit, but he's finally getting here. Like I guess what I'm getting round to is, should we be cutting Monty a little bit of slack here for like, you know, his, his 100%. line cares. Like this guy's one of the best coaches in the league. And we jumped th- down his throats because we don't agree with who the 13th forward is. The thing about Monty that I really does not get enough credit for is that he's like, he's tough, but he's, he's tough, firm, but he's also like honest and fair. Like yeah. he gives, he gave Merkulov and Patras like all the opportunity in the world, and then was like, I could like realistically, I can burn you up. But I'm just gonna make you sit in the third period and get a front row seat. Mm. And I think like yeah, like that may be tough for some people, but like some prospects have one bad game, and then they sit in the press box for a week. Yeah, and the way he's been managing all the rookies, like health and like i guess uh durability like beecher sitting out of nowhere like some people were freaked out and i'm like he's never played an 82 game season yeah he probably walked up to him and was like you know you may not see this but i've coached and i've been around the league like you need a night off yeah it's nothing wrong it's just like my i literally left the team and they went to the cup finals yeah and i came here and we beat the records like i know what i'm talking about have a beer. well and that's it with the the beecher yeah. thing too like it's it's I feel like he's been left in the lineup more than he should have been at times oh, because it be, because his faceoffs are so good. He's the workhorse who, like, going back to retail, he's the kid you forget to give a day off to. Yeah, and they yeah. come up to you like, "Hey, like, don't want to be a dick, but like, yeah, I'm on my like 13th day of working." And yeah, like, holy yeah. shit, Johnny, 
Yeah. Johnny, why don't you say something? Those are I'm all twelves too, eh, Johnny? You, I'm gonna buy you some sushi. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a coffee, and I'm gonna give you two paydays off. Mm. I'm so sorry. I suck at making the schedule. Yeah, yeah. He's been very, and you know what I love, and his line juggling is like it's insane. It makes me miss Butch Cassidy because at least Butch, like, yeah. he'd wait till it was like code red to switch lines, mace. But the more I watch, the more I'm like, oh, this is like you working out everything that you didn't like about yourself yeah during that that, that playoff series so if you oh, get a yeah. pomo again or say you get a john cooper in the first round even a mike sullivan like veteran dudes who have won lots and lots of games pomo not including what i'm about to say dudes that have won multiple championships but uh it gives them an opportunity to be like i have every possible calculation on how to beat you mm-hmm. i played i played every possible like layout of this team come at me yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that like more i watch the more i'm like because he has weird lines like even tonight he's like oh, yeah. yeah geeky pasta was like geeky pasta and marchand no is zach a geeky and pasta and it's like that's exactly. kinda... yeah you're like yeah, okay, yeah, that's he, a little weird that's a little he's... weird and then it worked and you're like okay right. what i know and like, i and dude, I haven't really liked that line lately, but it's been working. So like, I don't know what the fuck to say. And like, somebody came at me and was like, "Yeah, it's working on the power play, but not in five on five. And I'm like, "Yeah, but it allows you to keep JD with Marshawn and Coil, and yeah. that helps everything. And that's what people don't get. Like, people don't get like JD needs to be with Marshawn. Yeah, and needs and it's fucked because Marshawn needs to be with Coil." So it's like Freddie yeah, kind of gets, yeah, right? Because like yeah, Freddie, Freddie, I've always looked as one. Yeah, I've always looked at as one. And I they love make Craig that. Look like a bona fide superstar. What is it? the beefy boy? <laughs> the beefy boys line. I think that's what you guys called it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, I love that line too. That line's. But like, because circling back to this, I just remember what I want to talk about. Because I was, you know, you're already hearing stuff with like Rick Tockett. People are really on him. Um, people are really, really on. Oh my God. Uh, Detroit Red Wings coach. Can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Lavond. Yeah. And like they're already being tossed out for like coach of the year candidates and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, Tortorella. Tortorella. Yeah, Tor- <laughs> Tortorella for sure is up there. Yeah, but dude. I'm like, I look, I'm like, how is Monty still not? I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's like an unspoken rule. He can't win it two years in a row, but I'm like, He's he has the balls to. I think John Cooper or no, John Cooper's never won it actually. Never mind. No, which is insane. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I I I understand what like, you're saying who, with who that. Who cares about individual awards? It's more of just like having a boy's tires pump. Yeah, that's what it is and, for me. And it's like it's like um, Allmark said to Swayman last year when he won the. Uh, and the Vesna, he was like, "This is for both of us, dude. Like, I couldn't have done this without you." And it's just, I feel like Montgomery felt the same way last year with the Coach of the Year award, and you know, Pasternak oh, yeah, would have felt the same winning the Rocket. You know, it's it. This team is very much we and not I. Well, going back to like the coach thing and goalies, like it, it, it is the classic like Lavalette. No, it wasn't. Was it Lavalette? No, it was the other guy. This guy beat beat in the cup final. Coached Vancouver. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, oh, he's coached everywhere. Wasn't it Tortorella? But, 
No. He, he toward him and towards switch places. Oh, Levenio. Levenio, yeah. He your goal if your goaler is better than my goaler, I win. Yeah. If your yeah, goal yeah, is better yeah. than your goaler, you win. Uh but going on to that point, like I'm gonna stretch out a bit here because I do want to pump some other tires. Mm-hmm. The Flyers not trading Carter Hart mm-hmm. is one of the ultimate chess moves of the offseason. That is not highlighted enough. More in everyone's like stroking off the Jets for extending Hellebuck, not trading them. But you look at what the Flyers are doing, you're like, man, it's Carter Hart's been. He could have been a Leaf, dude. <laughs> I don't know what the Flyers wanted, but Leafs are, yeah. I, don't know. I know the Leafs were in on him heavy. The Flyers, man, I don't know what they're up to. They have a great prospect pool, and they're like middle of the pack. Like I, I don't know. There, there, there's something else. I does one. The biggest Tor- surprise. Torch is coaching for Torch is coaching for his next job. That's what he's doing. Oh yeah. I don't know, dude. Like he's pretty much like the GM there. He's got like a baseball situation set up. Oh, he also has uh, Daniel Briere, who's probably terrified of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he ever coach him? I don't think so, right? I don't think no. so. No. Because he was in Montreal. He beat him Philly. a bunch in the playoffs. That was about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Touching back on Merck, too. Um, I was just going to say, what What have you thought of Merkulov? I was literally I really just going to say that. I really like him a lot. Mm-hmm. He didn't come in like lights out, which I'm okay with because like for Toronto well came in lights out. Shout out to the All Star by the way. Mm-hmm. So I like him when players kind of just like slow burn their way in, which is insane because he looks very comfortable. And I think Monty's it's not getting addressed enough how much Monty's like managed him. Yeah, see, like in my, my thing, opinion, like, and he's a my, big boy. My honest like, thing is he needs to get a little heavier on plays but that's okay because so did jd when jd came into the league and he's figured it out that's something you can figure out it's just a way to angle your body get the inside like that that's one thing i've noticed his his so this is what i was gonna say his on the wall play is lacking that's okay we knew his defensive play lacked a little that's fine you're third liner you're not it's not end all be all i don't think he's a center in the nhl though I don't think so. No. I think he's a winger. I I think Which, it would I think it would help him out a lot better. Like imagine him, Patra, and Lysel next year on a line on your third line. That'd be fire. I'm not talking about that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. So uh, I really I, liked him though. I do agree I, with you. He's not a center. Yeah, but I don't think he. Wants you got to be, be a center. He, he's he, he looks like the kind of kid. He looks like the kind of kid that's like pastor. He's like. Like I could do it if you really want me to. I'll go that's, to the center dot, but I'd rather just chill here. And that's what I'm get saying. Open. Get him. Like, that's what I was. Born what for, you, what you do is you get him playing at left wing, where on his strong side, and then next year you flirt with the option of him and Lysel playing their opposite hands because I know Lysel will play left wing or right wing, mm-hmm. and then next year. You got Mark Merkulov and Lysel who could both play left wing or right wing. That's that's lethal right there for the way that they play and they shoot the puck and stuff. I don't know. I just I just that was, there's that was something like, that was the Vancouver Giants stronger suit with them. Mm-hmm. They just flip them mm-hmm. on either side, which was insane. I miss watching. They, them they even put they put him at center a couple times too. 
I read that. I haven't watched Didn't work a single out. Providence game this year, unfortunately. It's been too busy. I want mm-hmm. to, but it's tough. They play on the weekends, right? So it's kind of tough. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to be like really invested in it. I wish if I was down there, I'd watch them more. Yeah. Um I also have I just buy in the stream just so I can rewatch the games in my off time. But that's how it, that's you have to like get the holy shit package to be able to like watch them after, which sucks. I think it's, it's like, like 45 bucks a month or something. Yeah, it's expensive for as a Canadian. That's American yeah. pricing too. Yeah, but there's a little part of me that's like, oh, kind of playoffs are close to it. It might be worth it. I think I might get if they get into the playoffs. I'm gonna buy the playoff package for their games only. So then when they're out, it stops. Yeah. Or whatever. Like I've seen that before. Um, but we'll yeah, like I, him, yeah, Let's... like I, 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 I do like his game. He's played a good game. I just. If you're gonna put him on the fourth line, like do not take Beecher out of the four C spot. That's how I feel about that. Like, if I I don't agree with him being on the fourth line. If you're gonna get him his minutes either way, that's fine. If you're just trying to find him a roster spot, that's I fine. Did, I didn't understand having him with Beecher just for the familiarity and that's what I was just gonna say. Almost, you know, like but put him on the wing, Providence. Dude. Yeah, gotta put him on the wing. I just I I don't know I that's how I feel about that one I I think I'm gonna die on that hill with Mercy Love he looked good though good call up I do he really looked good which mm-hmm. is insane because like with Potty Potty coming back it's like there's a log jam all of a sudden yeah and it's crazy good log jam to have because it's all youth mm-hmm. but which leads me to the next thing is well actually no I didn't watch a single I watched a little bit like I had the games playing at work. But when Team Canada played, that's when oh yeah people come in and ask for help and stuff. And like you know that pays the bills. Um, yeah, because they played at like about? a they played at like eleven every day, which sucked for it's like what much. what you do. Yeah, I do play at seven. I know that'd be perfect. I would go you, to work early. No one I would, would make be a there. Pot of coffee. Yeah, no, it's not. It's all the teams that are playing now played at seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was US, not surprised to see Sweden, Sweden and U.S. in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, like, cause you watched most of the game. Yeah. Like, what'd you like the most about it? You know what I thought? This is the best breakdown I could give of it. He went over there to play in a European time zone in a pinch. He had to play on a bigger ice surface because they play in between NHL yeah. and Olympic. The, Olympic size, the weird yeah. in between like size. size yeah. So that also tough going from an nhl pace down a pace which people think oh you should be able to do that no like you're used to going a step faster and then also remember like i mentioned he flew over to sweden in a fucking pinch like that's what people keep forgetting like two days before the tournament he was like sure i'll go and anyone that shits on that like no one goes to sweden no dude everybody goes to london and then they go see paris and shit nobody's flying at extra two hours to go to sweden so (laughs) him getting four points in five games good tournament for everything considered great tournament you know the team on the whole wasn't great it was miscoached they left spots open horrible idea yeah horrible idea it it bit them in the (laughs) ass and also i said this to chris davis on the drop the mitts podcast for our world juniors preview canada had no defense and they did a good job of keeping puck out of the net for the no defense that they had. They yeah. 
I thought every game was going to be six fucking five, but they, for whatever reason, their scoring power didn't show up. It's just, yeah, I, you know what it is like whenever but you know that watching these tournaments for years yeah it makes the no mo- sense the moment they start doing the like drive for this and mm-hmm. keep the streaks like yeah, that's a very Dude, the fact that, pressure to the, kids. the fact that finland almost beat the states today the fin finland lost the first game like to us 5-2 and then lost to germany 5-2 like there's no reason that finland should have still been in it that far no, like never. the tournament it never makes sense like which, uh, if, was... if you're the organizers in Stockholm, you're so pissed. Oh, an electric gold medal. But see, U.S. Sweden finals, pretty fucking sweet. Underrated. Yeah, that's the. I'll be watching that tomorrow. One thirty. I'll be watching yeah, that. Which I have the day. I, yeah. Yeah. Watch. I'm so excited. Everybody, watch listening which right now sucks. at nine o'clock <laughs> Eastern on NHL Network. You can catch. Czechoslovakia and Finland. It will be an undercover good game. I would watch it if you're up or if you're at work or something. Like the I know it's just shitting on Finland, but they've really pulled their shit together this tournament. Like that's what I was saying. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is this tournament never makes sense. Like no. fucking Canada tied it up with seven seconds against Russia. Russia should have pounded us like 10 nothing that year. The Eberly goal. Like that should have never fucking happened. But which I will say when you were going off about trying to burn Eberly to the Bruins, I kept seeing like it was around the world and I would keep seeing those like clutch highlights. <laughs> and I had this moment where I was like, man, if we get Florida, we oh, get like imagine we get yeah. Florida. Yeah, we, we're up three to one again. It's game five. It's overtime. That's the guy. See, I was just gonna That's say the dude. fucking guy. I was He'll just score gonna that say. electric goal. He's always getting shit on for not scoring in the playoffs. He'll dude. score the goal, and everyone will look at Don and be like, "Yep, dude, wow. take it. Let's take it a step <laughs> farther." It just so happens we play. F- I don't even think it's possible, but it would be the Eastern Conference Finals somehow. And Everly, it would go off someone's skate. Dribble beside the net and Eberly just open net shoots it, you know, overtime gloves go up. Like he's that type of player. That's why I want to. Because everyone up. else is like electrified from that thought. Who's the team you want that to be against in East final? Top of your uh, head. Who is it? This year? Yeah. Tampa. Tampa just because we can't, be, we can't get over that hump. So like, and I know it's like people have forgotten about it, but I haven't. <laughs> I'll never like 2019, 2020. Those I'll never forget. Those we should have won the cup. One twenty, one of those or 2019. Sorry, we should have won the cup. It's 2020 or 20, 2018. 20, I, I, what, 2018. Yeah, there was three years in a row we had a very good chance of winning the cup. And in 2018, people forget us. they beat us by one point in 2018. To take mm. to take on the devils. If we beat this is going off a bit of a tangent here, but if we beat the uh the the Maple Leafs in five games like we could should have and not have them drag it up to seven, oh, yeah. I think we have a way better chance against them. But well it's like in twenty nineteen. Same thing with twenty nineteen, dude. I don't think it if we go to if we beat if we beat uh we turn eighteen we went to the cup. Yeah, 2019 we went to the cup, but I think if we beat Toronto in five and Columbus in five, we beat St. Louis in five. I can get behind that. You know what I mean? Because I, I think there was that. too much 
too much behind the wheels at that point or too much tread taken off the tires by the time yeah. we played St. Louis. We were just so battered at that yeah. point. People don't give Columbus and even Carolina. That was a tough series. Credit. That was a, a lot of people tough look a lot of people look at that like a look at our run compared to St. Louis. And it's like we like we beat Torts. Yeah. Torts team. Who Torts swept team. fucking uh um, Tampa. The best we're up team on S2 ever, to apparently. One. Yeah. And uh grinded it out. I mean Mackie had to play Guardy for us to win that series. Oh yeah. And then, Coil like, was huge. Coil was oh, massive was in that series. Too. Yeah. That overtime in game three, I think, at home. Game one. Or no, game one, yeah. Yeah, I missed it because I was watching the end game. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it, Brittany. And fucking bitch. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> he definitely just doesn't. Kidding. Just kidding. Love uh, you, Britt. Love you, Britt. Uh, hopefully, I'm still Leia's dog father. <laughs> 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 Don't die. This is so evil. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, dr- I dreamt of her dog the other night. That's why I brought that up. I woke up, looked at Barb, and like, you and Leia would have like vibed out so hard. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't dream of exes, just their pets. I Anyways, know, um. Yeah, people don't give enough credit for like how hard fought those teams were that we played. But that, oh, that's yeah, a good conversation for another time. Yeah, the Tampa would be electric. <laughs> people, people don't. People don't like no one in the league understands. Like obviously, Florida, Boston would be a great rematch. But I don't think people in the league understand the robbery of not getting Tampa last year. Oh, I know. It would have been the most poetic shit of all time. I know. It just and Tampa it just... fans, I hate them. And I know I hate them. Some one fan base I will not be cool with. I do like the I Canes hate. fan base. Like we've you know we've had our differences, but we we've had also had some fun. It's so- Cats fans I've talked to. Like at the end of the day, I was like, I'm so sorry that you guys lost. It was yeah. all good. But Bolt fans, I'm like, no, I ain't got the time of day for you. No, dude, it, it's it's funny because Montreal, Toronto, Tampa, and Florida. I fucking hate them. I fucking hate them. I can't stand should. them. Yeah, like I just I can't stand those teams. Uh, the fan bases, the organizations, like, and that's the thing too. Like, I really thought when we bought Rick Nash in before he got injured in the Tampa series, like we were gonna get them there. Like, it just there's so many times, and like, yeah, why can't Brian Gianta go back in time during that series? Gosh. And that's that. Yeah, and like that's the thing, dude. It's like we got them in 2011. But then they won in twenty nine, like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. So it's kind of like the twenty eleven thing doesn't mean shit anymore. <laughs> uh, no, it means the world because, yeah, like they fucking beat us. They probably sweep Vancouver. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the cap oh, yeah. doesn't go up. There's so yeah, many yeah. issues to that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we get younger in twenty thirteen, so we probably yeah, don't. You know? <laughs> we might have changed the course of time forever. Fuck. We did. That was the most viewed Stanley Cup final until 2019. <laughs> and that was the most viewed one until uh, 2022. But yeah, um, no, we um, we stopped the dynasty, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that James sorry, Bond villain so, doesn't get a ring. Sorry, Ben Bishop. Yeah. My bad, buddy. Actually, underrated, really good fucking goalie, to be honest. The other night, Barb woke me up at like 2.30. I couldn't sleep, so I went on TikTok. And it was one of those, yeah. like... There's a big trend right now on TikTok where it's like he thinks he's gonna be the star and they'll show like Brock Purdy. He's like he has no mm. idea. 
And then it showed a photo of Ben Bishop early <laughs> Bolts days. And they're like, he like no one has any idea of the like the talent we're about to get robbed of. Yeah. And I was like, I commented on it, it's like the Ben Bishop one hit way too hard. Yeah, dude, like the dude. fact that this dude literally got traded because they're like, hey man, you are the best goal in the league right now, but this kid's about to become the best goalie of all time. Dude, and it's so crazy too, because like Ben Bishop, he like rattled around from Ottawa, Lightning, Tampa. Like, you know Dallas, what I mean? Like, like yeah. He like, went to all the like, contenders every time. I know. Yeah, like even those Ottawa properly. Those Ottawa teams, they traded him because who they had Mike. No, they didn't have Mike Smith. Who they, they had, had Anderson and the Hamburger. And, yeah. And they traded they literally traded him as like, a hamburger. It's like, like man. Fuck. And then I can't remember what formed out of that. Something crazy for Tampa happened. I'm pretty sure they took the pick and they traded it for yeah. I wanna say Ryan McDonough. Like yeah, part of the was, package. There was some crazy shit Just that went stupid. down for that. And they got the Callan Callahan McDonough package. Like holy shit. Which I just want everyone to know, like you can hate on Truba. New York could love Truba. The Canes fans can hate him. But like Spade's a spade, man. You're oh, gonna yeah. hate him even more when he gets traded to Tampa for nothing. I was just gonna say <laughs> when it's they... what all great Tampa Bay Lightning captains end up in. <laughs> when they they eat half of his contract and trade him to Tampa. <laughs> That's gonna be awful. I know. Which I wanna follow up on too. So something Bruins boys, they have a new obsession. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a scumbags. Honestly, they're they're the kind of guys you'd buy coffee one day, and then you kind of pull up the dunks, and you're like, "All right," and they're like, "Yeah, cool, man, I'll get this," and you're like, "Okay," and you go and get, you know. And then like Wednesday comes by, and you're like, "All right," and they're like, "Cool, man, I'll get this again." And you're like, "These guys don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna call get, them scumbags. I'm not gonna call them scumbags. These guys like, are they gonna are they gonna hit it back? I don't know. They're getting know. large <laughs> coffees, sandwiches, and a donut every day, and they, and they never hit that. you back once. They absolutely deserve that. But they never the insanity, scumbags, scumbags, tray proposals, and, and you know what? Obsessed with uh, that kid from San Jose. Oh yeah, Duclair. But you know what? That scumbag <laughs> Sully, he he'll probably ask you to get the. He wants to get the Duncan points. Yo, can you grab oh, my he, phone he, for the Duncan he, points though? <laughs> he would. He would. <laughs> it's like, dude, don't you work off the American taxpayer? <laughs> that one's just supposed to give you the Duncan points. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. love Duclair. And I'm gonna tell you right now, love Duclair. Prophesize Duclair coming to the bees. It's not happening. Duclair mm. is either going to end up with Tampa, back in Florida, or Vancouver. I think back in Florida is a big one that people aren't considering. Um, I, I love Duclair. I love his story, but I just don't see the bee in him. Do you think him? <laughs> like, do, you, do you think the bees take on another left-handed shot too? No, I I I find that I hard to it. believe. I I just I. That's that's why I've been banging the Eberly drum like he's right. But that's the thing now, fucking Joey Decord's fucking up my plans, dude. He's nine and one in in Seattle's last ten games. Just got a sh- first ever shutout in the Winter Classic. Now I, I trust Ron Francis to zoom out of that, fuck it up, and look somehow. at the bigger picture. 
No, he for sure look, and he's like, well, oh, they have one of the best pos- prospect pools in the league. We don't, we're like, there's no way that he doesn't look at that team. He's like, yeah, we beat Vegas. Vegas is kind of struggling, but when the snow starts to melt and you can't have outdoor winter classic games, oh yeah, that's when teams like Vegas like light up. Um, no, I can still see him trading at the deadline. And yeah, I think that, really. So if he it's was not- smart. It's Nashville and Arizona in the bottom two wild cards. Nashville, same with Philly. What the fuck, man? Didn't see that coming. But I, I, the, 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 the four teams knocking on the door with one point out are Edmonton, St. Louis, Calgary, and Seattle. St. Louis, Edmonton is another place I can see Duclair ending up in. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I see Edmonton making the playoffs before Seattle. Oh, you know, Edmonton is making the playoffs. Oh, and that's, yeah, Edmonton. That's, okay. that's not a, like, ooh, uh, like, Dude, kind of a goaltender. Like, Edmonton has three games in hand, too. Never mind. Seattle has played 38 games. Arizona's played 36. They're a point ahead of them. You got some yeah. games to make up, yeah, baby. Right. All right, Eberle de Bruins is back on. <laughs> I convinced myself. Never died. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I, I'd hope, the only hey, thing Bobby, I'd hope is that real, a, real quick, you watch Seattle games. What do you think of a of a uh Alexiak Eberly package for Forbert and somebody else? Maybe Forbert and Grizz, maybe Forbert and a prospect, maybe I'm not a mathematician, but um so with Lysel not coming up yet, I'm very suspicious. Mm-hmm. I think he might be Don's new Stavnika. You think? And I think he, like, why hasn't he come up? That, and like, I Don stood up for him when their coach called him out and stuff, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Don doesn't have picks, but he has this player that may or may not pan out. Hasn't called him up yet. I think if you want that kind of package, you gotta throw Lysel in. But with that, I think you get a, you get a pick or two back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you don't have to put a first pick in a, in there, right? Yeah, but that I did like I didn't want to say that too too much earlier. But I just Lysel not coming up is is very. It's it's getting you, it used, it, at one point it was managing, but now I'm like, it might be like no, I don't want I don't want people to see what he does in the NHL because then it'll just diminish so the trade value. If he doesn't get any playing time. Up until the trade deadline, you think why not use him for a trade chip at this point? Why if you're not? gonna get something look, good back, look at with... all the shit you missed out on because you didn't trade. Stuff do you again. want? Do you want? Do you want term? If you're trading Lysel, though, I think you should grab term if you're trading grab term. If not, just trust that you're a great GM. You have a good locker room, and you'll get the for term a guy you think you can resign. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like Everly, like one hundred percent. Like he wasn't like, and people forget this. I mean, like he was one of the only guys who was outspoken about not being jacked about going to the Kraken. Yeah, he loved what they had in the Islanders. He was rattled that twice in the year, like came up short against He's playing good on the East Coast too. Playing great in the East Coast, obviously, the travels a huge factor for him. He's a bit older, family now, and it's like to get ripped away from that. And be like, you're doing square one. Put in the middle of nowhere, too. Yeah. And, like, Seattle's a great city, I'm sure. And, like, those fans are awesome. But it it's doesn't change. travel, it, it, but the West is just bad travel either way. 
Yeah, and there's no way he was like, I was literally in New York City. Dude, the we farthest had, he, the, the Islanders, the yeah. Islanders, that was the worst series for like fans. They mm-hmm. were so fucking awful. And there's no way if you play for the Islanders, like we have the best fans in the league. When we're good, bar none, do not fuck with us. So I think he would love like that's the thing, like with the Seattle kind of being good and like everything. I still I just look at him like he's going back to the east and he's going to a very prominent franchise. Because he strives off of it. He lives off. And that's no disrespect to Seattle. They're year three in the league. This guy wants to win. But he wants to win in a place where you never have to buy beer ever again across the world. You know, like like you would never have to buy a beer in Seattle again. But like Eberle's in fucking Australia. Fucking Robert fucking Crawford from fucking the middle (laughs) of nowhere. So like, oi, mate, it's fucking John Eberle. Biggest Bruins fans ever. <laughs> Stay at the fucking bar. I buy everything. Craggy, craggy. Right? This is Eberle. This is what? fucking. Give my town everything. Mortgage, name it. Like, he's not going to get that crack in. Yeah. But he'd get that yeah, fucking beast. You know what he I mean? ain't he getting a boot. He ain't getting a boot, Chuck, <laughs> if, he's, no. if he's winning a cup at the crack. And to be honest, I don't think he's winning a cup at the crack in this year. Dude, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't it be so 2015 to have Everly, JVR, and Shattenkirk on your roster? Oh, my <laughs> God. Let's bring be- in Tarasenko, too. Fuck it. I'm with you on that one, by the way. You, you like that, that eh? a few times, and I look at Tarasenko and I'm like, Ottawa's a mess. Mm-hmm. It would, it would, it would have to be a three team trade where they don't know we're getting Tarasenko out of it. Yeah, like I don't some think they just straight some up dirty work would need to be done. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think they'd retain fifty percent to trade us, trade them here. Maybe twenty five, like, but through I another look, team. I look at like San Jose, and I'm like. We've never we don't really have beef with San Jose. It would be great if San Jose can somehow swindle oh, yeah. Tarasenko out and flip him to us. Oh yeah, that'd be or Anaheim even. I mean Anaheim and us for like we're like butt buddies. So yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to go back to Seattle and I want to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. So uh, did you watch the Winter Classic? Yep. Sick. Awesome. It was really good. It was also the uh, lowest Leas, rated, with the lowest viewed. But do you, okay, but okay, okay, okay. But here's my rebuttal instantly. Okay, yeah. Put the viewers from the Stadium Series, the Heritage Classic, and the Winter Classic all together, and those are the Winter Classic numbers you used to get from 2014. True. They Very they true. weren't doing yeah. all three then. Yeah. That's not, why you uh, don't. Also, it wasn't a jab. It was more just like no, a, no, no, no. Like I just the, the, the numbers, like, right? It very well could have been off by like maybe like a few thousand, which is not. Well, it's what that's what people said too. Is like that doesn't include streaming numbers or like like clicks and revenue oh. they get over socials and stuff. And for sure, with streaming numbers, it'd be way higher because nobody in America is paying for five different streaming networks. Yeah. You pay for one, or I pay for one. I'm lucky. Same. So, yeah. um. But going back to it, this is very interesting. I found this very, very interesting. So you had Vegas and Seattle, which made total sense. It's the league's shiny new toys. You're mm-hmm. playing in one of the most prominent baseball stadiums. Even mm-hmm. though the Mariners ever won, they're, they're still the Mariners. It was Don't the most breaking rights, most breaking rights game to the mm-hmm. three of the leagues. Every panoramic shot showed the Seahawks stadium, which is mm-hmm. obviously like foreshadowing. Like we're doing this again. Yeah. Except we're doing it there next time. Yeah. And they sold like, out the building. 
Vegas, NHL shows up in Vegas. Raiders follow through. The A's are coming. The, M- the NBA, they, it's not a yeah. matter of if, or not a matter of when, it's a matter of if. LeBron already said he's bringing a team there. Seattle, obviously they have the Seahawks. They have the Sounders, both very successful. Fuck Seattle Seahawks, though. Just kidding. Love them. Where there's yeah. a dog. And um, the Sonics, are. it's already been talked about, bringing the Sonics back. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to get at is that this is a massive, massive win for the NHL. Oh yeah, and then the next day, Kevin Weeks takes a match, throws it back onto the bonfire. The NHL is for sure looking into going to Atlanta for the thirty-third expansion team. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know I, what to make of it. <laughs> I see, have some theories. I wanted to hear your point of view or your thoughts before <clears throat> I draw my theories. I'm kind of rattled though. Okay, so what is it? Um, is the so I think what the huge? I think what the plan is here is to get to 36 teams and have six divisions of six teams. I really do think that's the plan. I really do, dude. Why would you add a 32nd team if you're not going to keep adding them? And if you're going to add teams, why the fuck? Like, I guess you could add, like, there's even number divisions. I do have some theories about it. Is there, there's even a number divisions to teams right now, right? 32 oh, divided by yeah, there is, yeah. four. Yeah, so eight. That's so so you have to add four two three more teams after Atlanta to make the divisions work, anyways. Like you're unless you're gonna take a team away, which I do not see happening. That was one of the things I thought of on my morning walk. What if <laughs> what if it's okay? So the number one thing I want to say because when I saw a 33 team in Atlanta, that's like more or less getting worked out. That only solidifies that same that's St. Love. Uh, Salt Lake City's getting a team. I was gonna say Utah. Ryan Smith one. is for sure getting his team. Then Quebec City's getting one. No, you don't, don't think, think so? so? And I'm gonna follow through with that in a bit. But I think the Atlanta thing is a wild card of bailing out proportions. If when Salt Lake City comes in, it balances up the league, puts you mm-hmm. one step ahead of doing that. And then number two, if Arizona really, really does fall apart and they can't get a a uh, arena deal they're shipping arizona just they're not just shipping they're dismantling the team and then atlanta still gets their expansion except they just dismantle the coyotes and all those guys get paid out and they become free agents they get put into the draft yeah because i think it's the end of the point we haven't heard anything that this is what year three of the college hockey thing yeah we're supposed to find out something yeah, now. we're supposed Something. to. Like, <laughs> I th- I think there's a vote that's and, supposed and, to go down in the new year at some point. Yeah, and that's not mistaken. that's not the certain thing that you want like to be cap sealed. Like you yeah. want fans to know if like a, a shovel is going into the ground. Well, see, this is my that's thing too. Trade. Like, you want more money for the league. Like, it kind of seems like the only way to do it is add more teams at this point until it fucks up. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what baby. I mean. And then, and then we're gonna, and I'm gonna tell you why Quebec's not getting the team. Okay, we'll we'll take a break. All right, we're back. We took a little uh, PP break right there, a little drinky drink break. But um, expansion, right back into the thick of it. So I, I just, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't see any way that you add Atlanta and not add up to 36 teams. I still think you had 36 teams, but 
I think we were talking about before I dipped out. Um, Quebec City. Quebec City's mm. not getting the team. Not anytime soon. Okay, and so I, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta's 32. Who's 34, 35, 36? Salt Lake City is for yeah, sure 34. 34. 35. Houston's going to get worked out. So that's your West team. You need another East team. And the 36. Let's go. Let's go Halifax. Let's get crazy. Halifax <laughs> <laughs> would be sick. I haven't thought that far. I didn't. I didn't think about thirty. That's I do think it's a thirty-six. It, it, it's someone out west, dude. It's gotta you keep be moving. Who do you move Chicago over? Cause you can't. Because I mean, St. Louis is underneath them. I just. I just no. think. I, I don't know how you go to thirty-six teams without adding Quebec City. I just don't I see Kansas, how you do it. Kansas Mahomes just actually talked about bringing the NHL to Kansas. He already owns like part of the Royals. He owns Could a part of their that. WNBA team. Kansas is huge. But St. Louis, St. Louis, Chicago, and Detroit have all shown that you can have successful markets all but together that, and not feed into each other. Okay, but if we're but going Kansas thing's a fad though, that's the problem. You if have we're to going, win instantly there. If we're going NHL map though. So I, I've seen that there's a map made up already. Okay, never mind. But isn't Salt Lake City like in the Midwest kind of? It's in Utah, which is like kind of that in between where like the Midwest turns into the desert. Well, the that makes sense. Because like yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. a lot of people go to like Lake Tahoe who live in Vegas and shit to like get away. Okay. But like not like City and Utah. They're getting okay. So real- wow, I thought Utah was near Missouri, but it's not. So okay, so I see what you're saying. <laughs> so you would add them, the Utah Grizzlies. Let's say you'd add the Houston Astros. Let's say you add the Atlanta Thrashers, which are on the East, and you add Quebec City. Thirty six. Dude, I got the map my, right here in front of my me. Theory, my theory and my, like, things I'll never hear in public, if Gary could have moved to Quebec, he would have by now. I honestly think if Gary could have just taken the Yotes team. and put him into the Quebec and then taken Detroit and put him out west, I think he would have done it by now. But I don't think Jeff Molson's let him. Okay, so 33 and 34 teams are in the nearest future, and 35 and 6 teams are most likely to happen. That's what I'm reading right now. Which I could see, for sure. So it's Utah and Houston as the first two, I think. Like, Houston I'd like to see before Atlanta or Utah. Yeah, but also see, because that's Dallas the... was promised a, a team in Houston. But this is the thing, the the only way this works is if Arizona stays in Arizona. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying Arizona's leap, but I say like worst comes to worst. Like, yeah, you dismantle that team and throw them all in a in an expansion draft and let yeah. them pick two players. Yeah, and, and let everyone else. Like, so the new team would pick two players, and everyone else would get one pair player to pick. Right. Yeah, I think that's how. And it would work. that's the thing about the ownership group in Atlanta. The ownership group in St. Louis, Salt Lake City, they all want the Vegas Seattle treatment. See, see, but you know where Quebec has never said that. But see, you know where I do agree with 36 teams is the league is too good. There isn't like there isn't enough teams for good enough players. Like there's too many. Okay, let me rephrase that. 
the age there's too many good players in the ahl that deserve yeah. to play in the nhl and the nhl has a couple extra spots to have shitty teams do you know what i yeah. mean by that like the and bottom you need, you need the shitty bo- teams. it used to be the bottom 10 teams sucked now it's yeah. like the bottom four maybe suck and then the rest are fucking you know like it, yeah. it it's like ottawa said after their rebuild it costs money to rebuild your team like financially yeah. like you can't just oh we're gonna rebuild for the next five years doesn't work anymore in the nhl it's like the nfl now yeah well it's i think uh we'll go that's another comment we'll finish on this one but yeah like we need shitty teams <laughs> it's wild to say but it's like you need teams that are kind of like farmer like farm teams yeah, and GMs to go and like find out what they're doing there, and coaches to go find out what they're doing there. And these fucking way expansion teams, they come in and they're first place in their fucking division. <laughs> it shows the, Vegas, the Vegas shit is such a piss off. It, it, it really is, dude. Like, even now, Seattle and Seattle in their second year beating Colorado, wild. And getting a classic, yeah. And like, Columbus is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think, dude, I saw it's supposed to be in Chicago next year. Put it in Columbus. Oh, I well, I well, think I'll finish my Quebec thought, and then I'll and then I'll mm-hmm. chime in on the Winter Classic. I have a, I have a dream Winter Classic almost. So, if Gary could have moved Arizona to Quebec, I think he would have. I think I really do think that Jeff Molson stopped that from happening because mm-hmm. the Montreal Canadiens don't want the competition. And then number one, now that Michael Anlauer, Anlauer, who is the owner that Gary wanted for the Senators. That guy got fucking ripped off. Oh, yeah. That dude bought a bag of weed and found out it was oregano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and he thought, yo, dude, he thought he was buying a quarter and he bought a fucking gram. <laughs> yeah, literally. He shows up like this team's primed to go to the playoffs this year. You're going to get playoff revenue. He shows up. One of his our star coach, players. Dude, get- my favorite. Our coach Lee. is the guy I trust in our GM. <laughs> yeah. All this shit. Star player suspended half the year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what? Oh, your first round pick next year gone. Oh yeah. Like wait, what? He's yeah. Like yeah, and honestly, and you're, you're in like the too. best division in hockey <laughs> for years to come. For the He's next for sure like years. what the fuck? So there's no way Gary in the next five years is like, maybe in the next ten, like, hey, Anlauer, like I know you're having a rough go. This is bad, and he turned around the Senators. Like you guys are very successful. It's good what you've done. We're putting a team in Quebec now. Oh, he's yeah. like an hour away from Ottawa. And he's like, I didn't even think about fuck? that. So that's why I don't think Quebec's going to team anytime soon. Number one, Jeff Molson's not going to let it happen. And Almauer, like, if you want to see some weird shit happen in the offseason, there's going to be some weird shit for Ottawa. Cause I think the league's going to like try to be like, hey, man, we're, we're sorry. See, like, this is, I, I, still, I still can't believe they took a first away for them for that. Like maybe a third. Insane. Like a first is fucking crazy. And I do I do agree with that sentiment. I think that if I do think if if Quebec City's added there the 36th team. And it'll yeah. be six it's to like eight last. years. Yeah, it'll be six to eight years from now. 
Crosby's already gone and won a cup with the Habs. Yeah, players. like this. I'm talking like fucking Swayman's on the second, like the back nine of his NHL career type but shit. I think legalities wise, people love the idea of Hamilton, but I think legalities wise, like Toronto, Toronto is won't allow like, it. Yeah, for the league, it's literally it's like close. one of the most legalist things. Yeah. Toronto's like, yeah, no, not a chance. We won't even let the we only let the Marlies play when we're not there one day of the year. They own the land around it too, right? Like yeah, Toronto, MLS is, is yeah insane. So they would never let that shit happen. But yeah, um, so Winter Classic, yeah, Chicago, obviously Chicago because well, that's where it's supposed to go. Nylander is going to be there by then. Like it's going to be fucking Lies Pedersen. Lies Pedersen. I ugh. have you heard that rumor? To Chicago, yeah. Apparently, he's he's holding out because he wants to sign with Bedard in Chicago. Apparently, that's like the scuttlebutt in in Sweden. Like, fuck him if he does that. I know, fuck eh? Him a thousand ways. I they, know. Like Vancouver thought losing Game Seven of a Stanley Cup Final twice with twenty years of that, <laughs> they would like. Ruin downtown. They would actually oh, burn down downtown. That's the thing. Like they're they get Canada. I would fucking do the box to boo. Dude, they'd have to start over again. Like I, I don't think he's the guy holding them together, but I do think he's a big part of that puzzle. He's their Tarasenko. Yeah, you're like, not you can't... good. You're not that good without him, but you can exactly win with, with whatever you don't know say. Mm-hmm. But Winter Classic. I really hope the Harrison doesn't go there. Um, <laughs> See, if you get stab on the back, come to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I I always said. My hot take of the whole year was that Vancouver was gonna suck and Elias Pedersen was gonna force his way to the Bruins. <laughs> that well, that's another crazy. thing too. Back to Lasalle and how he has not I'm like, he did play for the Giants. Uh huh. And so far, that's been his tipping point of his career. There, Vancouver's no always way. wanted there's him no too. No way. He's never like. To one of his homies, like, man, Vancouver looks like a lot of fun. They give Jack Stanico all the chances in the world. I know, eh? Stanico all the chances <laughs> in the world. Like, what? Like, they'd be cool. They'd be fucking cool. But, like, it's if that's the conversation, that's, like, a huge package for her. Like, oh, if you're talking oh, about trading yeah. first-rounders that we don't have, oh, yeah, I would like, for sure entertain that for Pedersen. If, if Pedersen's he's coming, from, if he's coming to Boston, it's two first automatically. Lysel. And probably DeBrusque. Probably. Just because. I, I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do it. I would do they it. I'm just, that might like, not e- that still might like, not even be enough. You might have no. to throw another prospect in there. He's that fucking it good. Be enough. But him and but, fucking imagine him, Zaka, and Pasternak together. Holy shit. Well, watching the Penguins tonight, watching Malkin, I was like, you know what Pasta needs? He needs a Malkin. Yeah, he needs a, another dog who's gonna like if Pasta goes down, he needs someone where he can like, like yeah, I'll take out, I'll take a few games off because you have the team. Yeah, Pasta doesn't have that. Mm-mm. Like Ovi had Backstrom when that shit happened, and Kostanov when he was like on fire. And I, yeah. I like like watching tonight. I was like, fuck, it'd be nice if Pasta had it, someone like that. And then I and then I put on the you know during the intermission, I put on the the Vancouver Canucks game. And I was like. I mean, I love Rass, but I'm pretty sure Rass would be cool if Anderson came and took the 40 for a little bit. Oh, yeah, dude. He would just I be would like, have... score a lot of goals. Score yeah. a lot of goals. Man. Until it's retired. <laughs> Until it's retired, it's there, baby. It's there. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I I don't know. I th- that yeah. that would be that's like dream scenario. But um, going back to Winter Classic though, yeah, it's gonna, gonna be Chicago. Right, a... uh, but I I really want to see Chicago and Detroit next year. See, I want to see I want to see Columbus and Detroit next year. It'd be cool. All, the, Columbus all those mess, young, though. I know, but all those young kids and like you got Johnny Hockey there, like you could. Do it in the U Stadium, you know, because cool. then and then you could have a Michigan Wolverines versus Buc- Buckeyes NCAA game outside okay. there. You know what me I mean? Yeah. And then may- maybe you do like a mint little mini tournament there where you do like Miami Ohio versus Michigan State, and then you fucking flip flopity flip flop you know what i, I love mean? that like, i love that you have that idea because i the two teams i thought would be great and they i don't know if you have the poll no disrespect to them but i was like it'd be great if they found a way to do florida and columbus and tied florida in columbus football. yeah that would be really fucking sick too and it would be fun it would like and you could get you could get an exhibition game of ohio versus like miami like they have hockey teams they're just not yeah. d1 teams right like you could, or miami yeah that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking love that but uh yeah you could figure something out i i just like i get making it chicago and making it bedard i get that that's yeah. not you know like i is the real deal yeah like everyone yeah. jumping down the throats of us like i get that i totally get it but i liked seeing seattle and vegas go at it and like i said earlier if you're getting the revenue from new jersey and on uh, um the new york islanders in the in the buffalo. stadium series and then buffalo and uh who they which is cool they're, yeah they're like playing the rangers yeah, you get that's cool. We've seen that before. Yeah, you get all of that shit as revenue as well. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like that's what people don't realize. Like, oh, the Winter Classic doesn't mean anything anymore. No shit. There's three oh, fucking insane. games. If you I, add I, all, I saw that a few times. I was like, you're fucking dude. Insane. If you you've never add, been to a Winter Classic, dude, it's it exactly. Means if you add all three games together, you're actually gaining revenue compared to what you did before. And it's like that's what people aren't highlighting. People just want to look at the fact that oh, it was Seattle and Vegas. It didn't do good. No, it was actually a very well put on um winter classic people are trying to blame tnt it has nothing to do with tnt opposed to N- uh, nbc yeah. that has nothing awesome. to do with it it was very well put on i know everyone hates biz but that fucking him taking out buoy was hilarious that you know oh, wayne listening to with him and marshawn lynch he's like yeah. it's not my stop yeah. to take is like, what are you talking about yeah <laughs> that marshawn lynch like, stuff like the lynch shit was the best part of part. dude for wayne, me as a football wayne, guy Steve yeah lynch and, Wayne Gretzky putting on his fucking show like it it was very well put on um I'm gonna I watch all the outdoor games so I'm gonna watch the stadium series too and it's like I'm I'm just so sick of the narrative that oh winter classic doesn't do good anymore well yeah Yeah, it does it's just it's split up into three games now so more people in the league can enjoy the fucking weekend and I will say that's something for hockey fans where we where we suck compared to MLB, even NBA, NBA Christmas Day games. Oh, everybody yeah. watches us, no matter if you choose mm-hmm. player or not. And hockey Dude, fans Thanksgiving do a better job of watching. Yeah, I watch. I'm in Canada. I still watch mm-hmm. those games. I hate mm-hmm. the Cowboys. It's my Super Bowl watching them losing Thanksgiving. Exactly. So it's like 
I think like the NHL, I don't know if that's like a marketing thing, but they need to do a better job of getting everyone on the same page of watching this game. Yeah, this is the first New Year's I worked in 11 years, and I the only reason why I was rattled about it is because the fucking Winter Classic was on it too, and I, I worked at three. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have to watch the third period at work. Like, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Only reason I was rattled. I didn't give a shit. I was like, but I was like, oh, for the last like Great years, jerseys too. I've watched Winter Classics. I might pick up a Vegas one. They're dude. Other than the logo, they're sick. I actually love the logo. I love the really? like very specific. Well, not See, very like. Simple. You know what? I would have rather. And it's a nice callback to one of the casinos. It it is, which is fine with me. I that's where I like let it go. I just wish they would say that shit earlier. But to yeah. me, they should have went with the diagonal down like Vegas, like the writing oh, and like they, yeah, they that would have jerseys year ago, years that, ago. Oh, dude. I know and it's just like and that's my only gripe like the Seattle jerseys were unbelievable the aesthetics of the whole uniforms on both teams were great the goalies pads and masks were great the coaches uniforms were great yeah. like they did a fucking say, good Seattle's job jerseys, I did like way more though oh yeah Seattle's they, jerseys they, were they, so nice the red the only, pops so nice holy shit my only complaint about the, the winter classic is that they didn't they like I don't get it. Like maybe like just be taken away. You say from there at night, but like they should have somehow like made a a, a funny thing about the uh, Metropolitans. Being oh like, yeah, I know. Like they should have been like, well, Vegas is the defending something. And everyone's like, ah, and, like mm. that's funny though. Seattle has one of those too. Yeah, and then have, like Marshawn Lynch come out with the cup with like a. It would have been hilarious. Yeah, like, with the old school <laughs> Metropolitan jersey. <laughs> like something like that. that. Been like sad. I'm sure there's a lot of ideas been thrown out. But the main reason why I want Chicago and Detroit is the Bear, the Chicago Bears are most likely moving away from Soldier Field, which is insane. Yeah. Because that they played there for like 100 years. Ever, yeah. But I was like, oh, it could be such a great celebration for Chicago and Detroit, too. Like, just original six. Do you think that's why they're going to do it there, probably? That, it'd be a nice go, like a nice goodbye party. It's not, Bears, it's not Bears related. You just go watch the Hawks and whatever. Yeah. But there are so many great movie references and anniversaries that are yeah. coming up this year, next year, around time. Uh, what I really want to see is like something with Ferris Bueller because mm -hmm. Cameron wears a Gordie Howe jersey. And it would he be does. great to have, you know, Matthew Broderick show up instead of having Hart or someone play. Have Matthew Broderick do Twist and Shout. No, that'd be hilarious. You know what I mean? And then, like, Cameron comes and, like, tries to ruin it. Yeah. Um, Deep cut for everyone that's listening. This is something you drop in your coworkers. Cameron's a Red Wings fan because he hates his dad, and his dad's yeah, he a season his... ticket holder of the <laughs> Hawks. Yeah. Dude, it'd be even funnier. Who's the guy what who the plays? Fuck? How come no one's Dude, holding that? <laughs> who's the guy who plays Griswold? It'd be even funnier if he shows oh, up. Oh, is it saying, too? Like, Chevy Chase? Chase yeah, Chevy Griswold, Chase. Like, National yeah, yeah, yeah. Lampoons. There's yeah. so many cool little things that the league hasn't done yet with the Winter Classic. Have they done a Chicago doing Detroit? To 80s. I, oh, see, I the don't deal. think they oh, have. I like they've done. I don't think Because I know done. Detroit's played Toronto, and they've played... Like, did Detroit not Chicago, play Colorado? Chicago played us. Detroit played Toronto, and... Chicago played uh, the Blues, too, at one point. I'm pretty I think sure. they played a stadium series. Yeah, and I guess smoked by the blues like six to one or something. I remember that. Yeah, because I remember the oh 2009. Chicago. It was Chicago and Detroit. 
I mean, at, at Wrigley Field. And there's no real like anniversary or anything. Uh, you know what I mean? I was like, about to say, tried such a good up and coming team. I just wanted to see well, them and shit, but I, essentially, like, I don't want them to go like Bedard in Toronto, is what I'm asking. Or <laughs> like Bedard in Pittsburgh or Bedard in New York. I'm like, do something close yeah. with you. Even St. Louis would be cool. They did it in St. Louis, though, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. They at, played at the, the Cardinal Stadium. The Cardinal Stadium. Um, Can't play at the Rams Chicago, Stadium. Chicago, Minnesota was in one recently. See, go off the wall. Get like Chicago. I guess Winnipeg's been in Heritage Classics. Like, I, but That's the thing, too. I was like, Chicago, Winnipeg wouldn't. Because Winnipeg loves Winnipeg loves driving to Chicago Winnipeg rivalry down yeah. and it's not there. But Minnesota and Winnipeg lately, the last two years, it's been like it's been getting dirty. And I was like, why don't we play in like an, an off shoot spot for the Heritage Classic? Yeah. Winnipeg. I mean, I don't know. They'll probably Dude, I'm off. looking at all the teams in the West. Like, who was it? Yeah, it was two West teams this year. Last also year, Vancouver was Chicago Austin, cool. Pittsburgh. See, I thought they were going to do Seattle, Vancouver. I thought that yeah. would have been cool. That'd be a Seahawks stadium situation. Yeah, next, like the next time they do it type thing. Yeah, because that, that's for sure like something you can't sell. Dude, why don't you go fucking crazy and go Chicago and Arizona? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> at this point, who gives a fuck? I'm, so like, into it. I'm looking at every team like okay, San San Jose hasn't had one, Chicago has, Anaheim has had one, Minnesota's had one, Seattle's had one. I guess Calgary, San Jose's never hosted one. No, Calgary's had one, St. Louis, Edmonton's had one, Arizona hasn't, Nashville has, LA has, Vegas has, Vancouver has heritage classic wise. Dallas has, Winnipeg has, and Colorado has. Like every team in the West has had a winter classic. San Jose Jose had the stadium series. Yeah, with Anaheim. So, yeah. With Anaheim, yeah. They're probably like the last teams to get them out of all these teams. (laughs) See, why don't you go Chicago and yeah, just go Chicago and Detroit? Two upcoming teams. You can go uh, Michigan versus Ohio. You know, create a narrative. If you're going Chicago, if not, go somewhere different. Go somewhere you're, crazy. You're going Chicago though. Bedard's getting. Uh, he's gonna wear a classic. Yeah. Whether he I'd, likes it or not. I'd like to see who. Yeah, like everyone's had one at this point almost. Like Columbus is the only team who hasn't. I'd, Columbus I'd, and Florida I'd, are the only two teams I can think of. Columbus and haven't played in one. Columbus and Detroit, or or do Columbus and Chicago? Fuck it. But um, Mentelli and Bedard would be a great take. One. That's what I'm saying. Go Chicago and great Columbus. You can bring the Buckeyes in to play against Notre Dame. Bring your stupid cannon. Yeah, bring your. I, I love how we didn't even touch on that game. Uh, yeah, I admit <laughs> it was. Fuck that game. Whatever, Fuck them. Won. They're. Bad hockey, bad hockey team. Um, 
the last thing I want to touch on here, because we're getting a little over an hour and a half, there will be no Bobby's Corner. I don't know if anyone's realized that at this point. I mean, still Sorry. put the one I recorded. Yeah, yeah. Retouch on everything we talked about tonight. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Boost throws it at the end. I should but, email uh, it to him and to see if he still yeah, puts it. See if he wants to. <laughs> um, but yeah, the last thing I wanted to touch on here was the. Um, PWHL Boston, uh, they had their first game. The league kicked off uh, in the past week or so. Um, they've been doing great numbers up in Ottawa and Canada and stuff, like selling. I think Ottawa has sold out every game so far, uh, and they've had the, they had the the highest women's uh, attendance in Canada for a sporting event or something like that, which is awesome. We love to see that. I still have gripes about with how the league's being handled, but after hearing the commissioner and stuff talk about how um, they just want to more or less get the league going this year, get it off the ground, start creating a little bit of buzz, and then they're going to worry about branding and merchandise and all that fun stuff. So don't worry. It will be in the works. It'll be coming. But I know you didn't watch it, Bobby. I watched the whole uh, Boston game against Minnesota. It was a good game. It was nice to see Knight out there. Uh, Keller Keller had a really nice snipe from the point. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep tuning into that because it was awesome to see those women uh, get to chase their dream and um, you know just just play hawk the the game they love and do what they love in front of people that they love. So it was just a big night of love and it was awesome to see. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you had anything else to touch on that. I uh, I'm still trying to decide on who to cheer for because mm. it's obviously between Toronto and Boston. I had the same problem, and I mean the the other league had the problem. NWHL had the same problem because I cheer for the Pride mm-hmm. for a year for like two to three years, and then Toronto Six came in. I was like, mm. well, I'm gonna cheer for the Canadian kids because you know mm. I'm Canadian. Drake was the ownership of the team. I didn't know at the time you informed me of that. I still can't yeah. believe it. And I'm so mad I didn't buy a Toronto Six jersey because that's for sure going to be a nice thing. To Actually, wear. I know the guy who made them, so I might be able to get right. you one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pull some strings. I'd still love one. I love them. Last team to win. I think they got to wear. They got to They got to wear a house full of them. For sure. Um, I will say, because I have yet to listen to that commissioner interview. I know it's out there. It's on my to-do list. I think... It, the smartest thing they could have done was to kick off the league too early and mm. them not having team names, logos, and having literally like base as base guest jerseys. Smart. Yeah. Because it gets people talking. It gets people engaging. It's a buzz. It's a buzz. And at the end of the day, like, whatever they do for names and stuff, we're still going to cheer for them. I still think they should call you up, but. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm also like, I know Canada won 2022 in the women's Olympic gold medal game. It was awesome, but still a little, still a little chapped. Hillary Knight in the states beat us in 2018. That shootout. Yeah, there's a new. I can cheer for. And she wears green like the Eagles. I don't know. It might be a Toronto guy. Oh shit! <laughs> and the the, the... <laughs> there's some beef there. Like, well, dude, the yeah. the blue is Blue Jays, like baby blue too it's not like uh toronto blue which is kind of nice dude i'm the same way like i got a buddy in toronto who has season tickets 
or he bought tickets for every game. I don't know. Yeah. It worked out through his company. And uh, he was like, who are you going to cheer for when you come down to see Boston? I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, cause like Sarah nurse, you know, like as a Canadian, like I've always yeah, cheered like, for women's Canadian hockey. So like, I know exactly what you're saying. Why I know these names. Yeah. And like, I, I like, I take the team. Like, team I have always serious. I, and I respect Hillary Knight and Kevin oh, yeah. Caulfield and all great. them. Like I respect them. But they're the enemy. They always have been. <laughs> like, if we're being honest, right? Like, yeah. and it it, it, would, it would just feel weird being like, I actually like you now because I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I've no, it's just not in my blood. See, like, it's I not think in the I, system. I don't know if I, I can overlook it. I have to support Boston no matter what, but I definitely will be cheering for the Toronto team. Uh, this it's a little easier for me because I, I don't cheer for all Boston teams in every sport, so it's not yeah, foreign, right? Like, I'm a Giants fan, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm yeah. blue. I'm red, white, and blue till I'm dead and cold, baby. It was cool <laughs> seeing. Uh, it was cool seeing Berger on there, though. Drop oh yeah, that was really sick, dude. Seeing him and his family, and he looked so good, dude. Dude, he looked game ready. I'm just saying. Look, there, there time, he's been, <laughs> time he's been down to Boston. Yeah, he was there for the centennial. Uh, the opening night, reunion night. He's he been there came, for a couple nights. Came down to talk to Marshy and the boys, and he did the alumni game. Now he did this. Yeah, seems Dude, a little I, bit like like I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be the guy, but it seems like that that organization might be like. And he's gonna come down at least for one more night, March seventh. Yeah, for comes home. Our heroes welcoming when they're probably gonna retire Charles jersey. I, I see swear. everyone here. Shat on me in the summer when I called that out, and you all called me an idiot. Now there's a few podcasts trying to ride that narrative. I see. You. I will see you at a game one day. You will buy me a beer. He, dude, he doesn't just bat a thousand. He catches a thousand. I see too, you. Baby. I see He's you. Too. I called Marshan shorthanded goal tonight. I called him up for it. It happened. Oh yeah. What's up? That's what's up, baby. That's um, what we rolling. There's off no of. way though. There's no way he watches him. He sees how good this team is. There's no fucking way. Oh yeah, dude. Like, I think there's a huge chance, but I would. I don't know. There's a small part of me that wouldn't be shocked if Bergeron came back. There's it. You know, it, you, it, it, it too. you know what I could see it, and this is the the writer in me. His wife's the one that makes him do it. <laughs> there's no way she has like that moment where like she's just like go, and she's just like go. It's not like a matter of like you're allowed. She's like, no, I I want to see you back out there. Yeah, more. that'd be fucking. Oh, and you know, Dick that... Sporting Goods is putting out your jerseys. It looked pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I saw that. I saw your post about that. It's fucking hilarious. I still have a blank too, and I'm like, I thought I was like, do I just get Bergie on it? I'm oh, I know, it. dude. I'm gonna yeah. ask people. I'm gonna let the people decide. Let the people do... choose. So I want to get like Marshy being a captain means a lot. To someone, everyone, but I, I've been a Marshy guy since like fucking World Juniors. Him being a C, I still I still don't believe it. When I saw them on Friday, I was like, "You're the captain." Oh I know God. it's so he trippy, it out. I was like, "Oh my God, that's so cool." Um, so I kind of want to get Marshy for that reason. But when I got the jersey home after my big debacle, and as I was ripping it open. Johnny Beecher scored his first NHL goal. Oh. And I'm uh, like, oh, the 19 see, looks great. Yeah. I like Beecher is a street I grew up off of. 
I oh. want my best friends grew up reaching out like you got it, dude. I've always right. I was like, dude, it's dude. At first, I was gonna go with Marshawn for my uh, third jersey, but I'm going Patra instead. Potter and then too. because I have a Marshawn jersey, and yeah, I maybe I will get a Marshawn jersey too, but I'm gonna get white McAvoy and black pasta because I don't have either of their jerseys and I really want all three of these ones. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to eventually get that done, but is, is there anything else you got on your mind that you want to wrap up with? We're getting close to two hours here. No, I just think that Jack, this team's so good. I know, dude. It's, it's like you said, at the the podcast, (laughs) it's like, it it, it it we're 10 points off the pace we were last year it makes no sense at all this team just keeps winning we keep get count we keep getting counted out the only thing is that matters at this point to me is like can you do this in the playoffs with the goalies now you, you, uh do you want a hot take yeah let's hear they it don't. i think they start i think swayman's your guy in the playoffs and you think they ride him they ride him. Wow, hot take all, from Bobo all, coming all, in. All, all, all he's like his coach from the bench. He just hypes him up. See, I think how that's eventually if if they keep the both of them, that's how that situation goes down. That if they're gonna tell Allmark if you want to stay, you got to take a million less than you'd want to, um, because that's just how it works. Which I think he will. I think he will too. Apparently to stay with awesome. Sweat. Yeah. He's found a home. He's got a good family. Like you have the two of them backing you up. Like life work is pretty easy. You yeah. go and play every game. Your best friend's the other goalie. And I would never like try to sit, like step in someone else's shoes because it was a huge situation, huge decision. But I'm sure if Tory Crew can go back and he'll say it on a podcast after he's retired. If he can go back in time, he takes the pay cut and he stays in Boston. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like he looks like he's having fun and like blues and shit because he's a great. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Whatever. But there's just no fucking way. No, he would have stayed, dude. If yeah. he, if 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 he could look back, if hindsight's twenty twenty, he would have taken a million or two less to stay on the Bruins, and it was only seven million at the end of the day. It was a six and a half or six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So if he took five flat, I think he stays. Honestly, that's not honestly, that's that's and that's what we'll end everybody off with. I wish I knew to be like, and this is episode blah 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 of the Only Bruins podcast. But basically, keeps track of that. I do not. Um, I don't even know if I know how to go on and check if that's I, the case. I don't even know how many corners I've sent you guys. I don't know when I've yeah. in. I have an idea. <laughs> I think it was like February. So I think I recorded my first one with like my winter classic jersey on. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What have it around then? Yeah. It does not say what episode we are on. So uh, thank you for joining us for whatever fucking episode this is of the Only Bruins podcast. Um, we love you guys. This is a great episode. Shout out to Boosie for editing and putting this out for us. Yeah, we miss him. Uh, he's been, like I said earlier, he's taking a week off. Uh, just 
fucking doing a little mental reset, you know, some TLC with the uh, new family he's about to encounter, and we're super happy for him for that. So we couldn't be happier for, to give him the time to do that type of stuff because uh, this is a part of the family that we've built, and, you know, Bobby, we fucking love this Only Bruins family that we got going. We got one more thing to say. Hit it up, baby. Saturday. Five o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central, seven o'clock wherever the other Pacific. You got a favorite jersey? You wear it. You got a favorite pair of pants? You wear them. You got a fucking ritual? Double down on it. Cause I have two. I have a few more things to say. God bless America, and God bless the Boston <laughs> Bruins, and fuck the Tampa Bay Lightning, baby. <laughs> There we go, baby Bobby Dabrowski said it himself. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I've been Brett, and I'm gonna let Bobby finish the rest off for us. <laughs> Let's go, Bruins, bitch!